From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Philpott. Hello, podcast listeners. How are we doing this week? It's important that we ask one another that question these days. No matter where you're listening in from, I hope you're staying healthy at home if you can. And if you are out working, you're taking care of yourself. Here at WKYT, we just realized this week as I'm putting out this episode that we are approaching day 50 of our COVID-19 coverage. It's been a long haul and we still aren't to the end. However, we do see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Life, it seems, going forward is going to look a little different. Our new normal will be something we probably couldn't have imagined. At this point, we are all longing for some normal. Those things that we once enjoyed that maybe have been halted, like sports. Here in Kentucky, many of us bleed blue. We saw the basketball season come to a screeching halt before the Cats ever hit the court in the SEC tournament. That now has many big blue fans looking ahead to the fall and to UK football. While there is not a plan yet, there have been some suggestions from the experts that sports, maybe like football, could be played but without any spectators. Who knows? It's still really early. To talk a little football, though, this week I'm sitting down with senior offensive tackle and Lexington, Kentucky native Landon Young. He decided to return to the Cats and forego entering the NFL draft. Young sat out in 2018 redshirting due to an injury. He is known for his play on the field, but he's also known for his good works off the field, having been named the 2019 captain for the All-State Good Works team. He's a guy that loves football, but he's also a farm kid at heart. Uniquely Kentucky with Amber Philpot is brought to you by the WKYT News and Weather Apps, available on the App Store and Google Play. I am joined this week by a guy that I know has made a lot of Big Blue fans happy by returning to the football field this upcoming fall. Landon Young, welcome. How are you holding up these days? How is life treating you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I hope, I hope you're doing the same. And uh, I'm definitely staying busy, uh, you know, between working out and being able to uh, do all that to stay in shape for football season and uh, keep my stamina, keep my conditioning. But, you know, I've been able to, you know, get out and, get on my farm a little bit, lay some, uh, we've been laying about 10,000 foot of water pipe so we can get city water on our farm finally. And so it gives me a little bit of peace of mind being in a little more rural area and get back out in God's country a little bit. That's pretty good, right? It's good for the soul. Absolutely. It makes me feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about the decision to return to UK and to not enter your name into the NFL draft. Why was it important to have that senior year? Because I know you had had some injuries, you have set out in your career at UK, and it seemed like it was really important for you to get back on the field one last time. Uh, you know, there was a, a bunch of different factors that came along with that. I talked to a lot of people, uh, had a lot of uh, different things just poured into my head with that. Uh, one of the big reasons was, again, I was injured a uh, season before last, and uh, that sort of put a hindrance on my uh, sort of level that I would be going in the draft because they only had, again, one year after my injury to sort of base off of tape. Um, along with that, you know, it's just another uh, chance to go out and improve on some of my crafts that I knew I needed to pr improve on to be able to go into the NFL and be able to uh, play pretty soon and not uh, be a guy that's going to sit around for a year before he gets to play. Um, but besides that, you know, I felt like I had some unfinished business. I, I came here for three years and I had to or four years now, and I had to sit out that year, and I felt like I sort of get the – I missed a season that was, you know, one of the most historic seasons we've ever had in the history of U.K. football. And so being able to come back and just sort of 
finished what I came here to uh, came here to do and sort of changed the program around, put us on a winning track, and um, you know sort of get a different uh, mentality into that football program. You are a guy that grew up right here in Lexington. You graduated from Lafayette, and you have been quoted, Landon, as saying the university is more than a school. It's my home. And it seems like it's been really important to you to suit up and to be able to put that blue and white across your chest every single game. You know, and it's it's just a it's a pride thing about being where you're at in your state. Um, you know, I didn't watch a whole lot of football, but it, the team that I did watch was UK, of course, because it was a hometown school. And just being able to sort of give back a little bit to the, the community, be able to go out there and wear the state that I love so much across my chest and just be able to represent them in a good way on and off the field was what I wanted to be able to uh, sort of accomplish. I've always heard through my life that signing to a college isn't a four-year decision, it's a 40-year decision. And I believe that true and wholeheartedly that, you know, Lexington has taken care of me so far, and they're going to continue to take care of me as long as I keep my nose clean, do what I'm supposed to do. Um, but just being able to sort of have that pride of where you live, where your family is, be able to just sort of reflect how they raised you, how the city of Lexington took care of you, um, that's the biggest thing for me of wearing that Kentucky across my chest. Landon, what was it like for you when you got that call because of COVID-19 that everything was coming to a halt that football was ceasing in the middle of spring training what was it like and how did you comprehend that wow football isn't going to be a part of my life right now you know I felt it was a matter of time uh, when we were going to get that call when I started seeing the the NBA and everything else sort of shut down and um, you know it's it, it, kind of makes you distraught at first because that's what you work all season for. That's why you work year-round. This is a really crucial part of anybody in across the nation's football season is sort of that improvement that you get through spring ball. It's a chance to get out there and get some pads on, be able to hit each other, uh, improve that game that you're getting ready to go into, of course, a, a month off, and then come back and hit it hard right before season. Um, but this is that time that, you know, you can make all the mistakes you want, all the mistakes you need to be able to really – improve your craft this isn't the time that you need to find home things because you're getting ready to play actual other teams um so of course it, it made me upset it made the whole team upset because you miss that time lifting you miss that time with your with your guys creating those bonds um, especially on the offensive line where we're such a tight-knit group and you have to be a tight-knit group it sort of cuts out that face-to-face time with our coaches and each other and uh, that makes it hard, but I think our team's going to make the most of it. I know we got a lot of guys that have a mentality that they want to come back and we want to win an SEC championship and win as many games as we can. Um, so I have all the faith in the world that they're working off the field while we can't be in there. Well, speaking of the guys and your teammates, how are you keeping in touch with them? Because I know that those bonds that you talk about are really important to keep going and to get ready for the next season. So how is it that you guys are staying in touch, and even with the coaches? Uh, so actually right now, twice a week we have uh, Zoom meetings. Um, so we get online, even though it's not in person, and we get on there and we sort of just learn a little bit more about each other uh, from the young guys to the old guys, the guys that just came in, the early enrollees, everything. We just sort of uh, were able to talk to each other and sort of just get a basis of where everybody's from, what they like doing outside of football, why they chose Kentucky. And then along with that, we watched a little bit of film. We were able to finish up the rest of our spring film that we weren't able to watch because we sort of got uh, evicted from the facility pretty quick. But um, so we're, we're still able to talk on that and 
of course, some guys I'm sure are getting around each other and we're, uh, you know, getting some workouts in. Uh, and it's always good to work out with somebody because it's a, another little driving force to keep you in shape. Speaking of those workouts, you told me that you finally got the home gym set up, and it sounds like it was a little bit of a DIY project. So how is Landon Young working out these days, and what did you actually build? Absolutely. So uh, me and my dad, we actually built a, uh, a little DIY squat rack. It's uh, fully made out of wood and then pipes, of course, for your safety bars and your uh, things to hold the bar. Uh, we got to hold some bars and some weights, and then uh, uh, we made a bench rack as well. So um, we can get pretty much everything we need to do on our main core lifts and then sort of improvise on our other lifts that uh, need free weights with uh, just plates and stuff. Um, but we were able to get a full little uh, setup there, get some mats from uh, Tractor Supply so that we can have a, a power clean station and sort of be able to uh, have those bumper plates not hit the concrete. But uh, get a full setup there so I can get pretty much any workout that uh, we would do in an SEC uh, program at home. Landed UK football, you can, you know, you can really feel it. You know, there for a long time there was a stigma about football here, but you have seen the tides changing. So what has it been like to be a part of a program and to sort of see some of that stigma lifted under Coach Stoops and what he's been able to do and to be able to show uh, the Big Blue Nation that UK is a football school, it can be a football school, and that you guys are here to do good things on the field every single weekend when you go out there to play? You know, it's awesome because that is the reason that we came to this program. That's why the 2016 group that came in with me and Cash and Drake and all those guys, we came here to change the program. We came here to turn this program around. We came to this program to make us a winning football team. And so to finally see that hard work that we put in year after year and sort of the recruit classes that we've built year after year uh, sort of pay off is, is just awesome. And it's, uh, it's a little self-gratifying uh, because you, you notice that your hard work is finally paying off. But, um, you know, you also realize that this is not the, the last step, that this has to continue to grow, that you have to continue to push to change the mentality, to change the, the season, the work ethic, everything against that program these last couple bits to be able to leave that mark and be able to continue to let that program rise. You know, there's been some talk about what might happen in the fall. You know, earlier this week, uh, Governor Andy Bashir here in Kentucky was asked about high school athletics and football in the fall for schools. And he said, you know, maybe we might get to a point where with no spectators, there could be some football. And of course, still on the table about college athletics. Landon, how would you feel about going out and playing without any fans and would you feel comfortable doing it uh, i've had a couple of people actually ask me this just on on free time and um i love the fans trust me like the the fans you know make games awesome and and rushing out in front of sixty five thousand people and the bbn is just it's a one-of-a-kind fan base and uh they treat us well and they always support us no matter what our season looks like no matter what the game is um but at the end of the day, I came to University of Kentucky to play football. And that's the game that I love. And so with fans or without fans, I, I don't want people to get upset thinking that we don't care about our fans because we truly do and we love them. But at the same time, whether we had fans or not, like it's still a game that I love. I'm still going to go out there and play football, and I'm still going to play a season like it would be normally even if you didn't have fans. Because um, at the end of the day, we, we – we play football because we love it, and it's not because 
of the fans. It's not because of the facility. It's not because of the stadiums we play in. It's because we love the game of football. And if you're not in into this game because you love football, then you're in it for the wrong reason. Let's talk about your teammates, Landon. Um, I'm sure you're close with all of your guys on the line, but is there someone that you look up to or that you feel closer to on the team? Uh, so, uh, before the se- before uh, of course our seniors graduated, I was really close with Stenberg, of course, the guy that played next to me for the last three years, and um, you know that's going to be sort of a, a, a missing piece in the puzzle. Um, but I definitely think we have some other pieces that will replace that very well. Um, I'm very close with. Of course, the guys I came in uh, this class with, Luke Fortner and uh, Drake Jackson, and uh, got really close with DK. He came in real young and, and started playing really young, too, just as I did. And um, so, you know, the whole the whole offensive, offensive line in general is really, really close. I can't uh, really specify one group that is or one person that I'm really closer mm-hmm. to uh, than others because we try to make it to where – the whole offensive line is one cohesive group. We try not to pinpoint, you know, the seniors hang out with the seniors or the juniors hang out with the juniors. We try to make it to where every single uh, grade that comes in, every single person that comes into the offensive line room feels equal and that we're all really, really close knit group. Who's the biggest clown on the team? Biggest clown on the team? Um, I would probably have to say Day-Day Hawkins. He's a he is a, a a true clown. He he likes to dance around. He likes to poke fun. He likes to definitely get every in everybody's mind. Get that sort of mentality rose during practice. And uh, him and uh, of course Bully uh, McCall. He uh, th- those guys sort of feed off each other. Landon, I've actually thought about you during this pandemic oddly because you are a guy that really gives of himself off the field and you are known to be a great visitor to the folks at Cambridge Place, which is a senior living facility here in Lexington. You volunteer there. I mean, in February, they named the Landon Young dining hall after you and I've thought about you because these you know these places are places that have been hit hard with this pandemic and also just having you know the visitor restrictions it seems like it means a lot to you to be able to give back and to be able to visit these folks you know it's been hard to not be able to go to them and I've I've talked to Tim Biggs quite a bit just to sort of keep up um, with how the nursing home's doing and um, they haven't said that anybody's been sick there yet but they're still you know pretty much on shutdown uh, to make sure that no one in there because they're very highly compromisable. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, again, it sucks that I haven't been able to been there, but I know that me not being able to go there right now is, is helping their safety and helping uh, them be able to live healthy lives. Um, <clears throat> it has shut down a lot of other stuff that, you know, people can do in the community, and, it, again, it stinks uh, that so many things are shut down and so many uh, people are not being able to do the things that they want. Um, but that's a big part of uh, a lot of people's lives on the team, uh, especially the offensive line. I know you, uh, Luke Fortner and Drake and uh, me included, we've gone to the Children's Hospital quite a bit mm-hmm. as well. And, of course, that's somewhere that we can't really go because they want to completely cut out the risk of this COVID being spread to them. Um, but, again, with Cambridge Place as well, I try to stay as in touch with them as I can because that's such an important part of my life. Um, but I just can't wait till all this clears up and they feel safe to have people back over there again because I know a bunch of those people look forward to somebody spending some time out of their day with them. And, uh, you know, it just gives them a little bit of hope, a little bit of life back into them. And uh, 
you know, just have somebody different than just the staff there. And I'm sure all this outside media, all this outside talk, too, is sort of bringing them down as well. Um, so be able to go back in there and just give them a little bit of something to look forward to, a little bit of uh, pep in their step, a little bit of uh, light in their day would be, be really nice uh, once all this finishes. You are staying healthy at home like the rest of us, but you are also in the middle of planning a wedding with your fiance. You got engaged not too long ago. So how is the wedding planning going? And is Landon Young a groom that wants to be involved in the process or kind of letting her handle everything? <laughs> so uh, I was uh, a little bit more involved at the start of it. Now everything's pretty much finalized and I've sort of sat back and let her do her thing along with my mother and her mother. They sort of just made a little triad there that they, they do all the wedding planning. Um, of course, I got the, the guys' suits all uh, picked out and everything, but everything's been shut down, so we haven't been able to get fitted. Um, but it's been def definitely uh, pretty difficult sort of planning around all these uh, COVID restrictions because we don't know if we're going to be able to have the full amount of people there, if we're only going to be able to have 50 people there, 10 people there. It's just going to be our parents, me, her, and the, and the preacher and a photographer, you know. So <clears throat> we've been planning around just sort of all the contingency plans that go along with it. And uh, But I'm, I'm definitely letting her take more of the brunt of it now. This is her dream, not, or it is my dream to get married, but it's her dream to have the, the perfect wedding, and I don't want to interfere with that or make her change her mind on anything. <laughs> Landon, as I've been doing this podcast now through COVID-19, um, I've tried to ask people, you know, what they're learning through this. You know, I think, I guess, in the end of this pandemic, when we come out of it, you know, the one thing I guess I hope is that, you know, myself, that we have learned something about ourselves or about the way we go about life. So what have you learned, you know, being at home and going through this? You know, it's just everything that we take for granted. And I sort of learned a lesson from this coming from uh, my mission trip in Ethiopia mm -hmm. is, you know, even in regular day life, how much we took advantage of and took for granted that we have and the opportunities we have and just you know just how easy it is for us to go down the street and go order some food at a restaurant um, you know little things like that that we take for granted that even in this time of quarantine we still have so much more than we could ever ask for that even in like a situation like this that we have so much more than anybody in Ethiopia has and so you know just be grateful for what we have and being able to being able to count your blessings on the other side of things like we we so much look at this covid uh quarantine stuff as you know such a hindrance in our schedule and such a hindrance in everything else but you have to look at the bright side and the other on the other side of things is even though some people may not be working right now some people may uh you know have got laid off get fired whatever it is you have to look at the positives on you know how much time you've been able to spend with your family and count the blessings with those. How many times you've been able to, you know, go around the house and get everything done that your wife's been telling you that you need to be done for the last three years. You know, it's little things like that that we need to, you know, really just look back on and just say, you know, I'm completely blessed even though we're, we're in a time of this. And, again, just rely on God. You know, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, he is the, the number one guy that's in, in charge of our lives. And uh, he has a plan for all of this. And if you just have faith and trust in that, then – everything will be fine. God will bring us all through this. Well said, Landon. Well said. You know, last question to you. 
we're going to get through this. And when we do see that full light at the end of the tunnel, we hope that that means that it is fall and that football is upon us. What do you want to say to the Big Blue Nation as we look ahead to what we hope is going to be a really awesome season? What would you like to say to those folks? Oh, I'd just say be ready because I definitely think that this season is going to be going to be one to remember. I think that we're going to continue to climb. We're going to continue to do better. Uh, you know, we'll have some uh, different people in the lineup, some young talent that uh, didn't have their time to shine, but now it's their time to shine. We're going to have quarterbacks back. We're going to have uh, shorter rotations being able to figure out. And, you know, some missing pieces that were uh, from last year, we're going to be able to finally put those back together and just sort continue to climb. I, I say look out for a, a, a really amazing season because we got a bunch of guys that are playing for their future and playing for the BBN and playing for Kentucky. A big thank you to Landon Young for giving us some time this week, and we're all going to be cheering for him come this fall as he suits up for his senior year in the blue and white for the Kentucky Wildcats. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're staying healthy at home, and until next time, I'll see you on the news on WKYT.